Hello and welcome to A Live to Work with me, Tina. And I'm Kate. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. This <laughs> week, we are going to be talking about consistency. But before we do, we're going to talk about what form of transport we're going to take today. Kate. Well, because we know that this is the highlight, really, don't we? What are we travelling in? Well, the weather's been a bit rubbish, a bit up and down. We're going in a gritter. Mm hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Well, as you know, some of our listeners are from outside the UK, but here in the UK, they're tra- you know, the weather has been a bit dodgy lately. And um, here in the United Kingdom, in Scotland, they name their gritters. And um, Kate and I were very amused by the fact that one was called Sleetwood Mac. <laughs> and I'm still laughing. I love it. <laughs> oh, dear. Right then, on to business. Business, right. So consistency. What do you reckon, Kate? Well, I think the first question to ask is, what is consistency? You know what? Tina, you're going to have to answer this one because of all the things, so doing this consistency one was my idea today because this is the thing that I require the most support with (laughs) being consistent in what I'm doing doing the same thing over and over and over to get the best results possible yeah and I think if you think about it laterally if you bake or if you know anyone who does and you have learned a recipe um, you want to, something like a, a sponge, like a Victoria sponge type cake, you would want that to be the same over and over and over again because you want a consistent recipe, you want the results to be the same, the oven temperature and so on. So you want to create a, a set of circumstances in which you do the same things over and over again and every time you get a Victoria sponge. And if you change up what you do, you might get, a cheese scone and that might not be what you wanted (laughs) so consistency I think often is what we're seeking when we want the same results over and over again and there's a place in our life for this thing called consistency isn't there yeah and and being consistent can mean the difference between um success and failure true True. Yeah. Because how do you know it will work if you aren't consistent? You know, how are you going to measure it? And that's a really good question because most of us have to have a plan and we have to be thinking, right, what do I need to do to get that same result over and over? So if I want to um, be fitter, I need to consistently do something like perhaps that's exercise, perhaps that's um, eat in a certain way or drink more water. So, you know, we 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 try and create a set of circumstances that we know will work um, and that's how we kind of move towards consistency and how we measure it is by, has this got the outcome I was looking for? I know when I, um, when I went to the gym for my personal training session, my lovely personal trainer, she was like, hey, what's, you know, what do you need the most? 
And I was like, actually, consistency. Um, and it's important to remember, consistency is not practice. We're not practicing. It's that continuous process of doing. Mm. Oh, I'm out of breath. I've just run up the stairs. Sorry, everybody. Oh. <laughs> See, this is why I need consistency at the gym. So, <laughs> And also, <laughs> you know, sometimes I think people think, well, how do you get started on that? And, oh, it seems such a fag and, and you know, doing something over and over again. But actually, you just start once, don't you? And then you do it mm -hmm. and you've done it twice. Yeah. And, you and know, you can... similarly, I'm going to Aquafit and I've just been going over probably now three months, more or less. And when I look back, I've been quite a lot. Now, mm. Sometimes I haven't got there because of work. But generally speaking, I give myself kind of a, I will go there two to four times a week, depending on what's going on. And I have. And yeah. it's, it's become a bit of a habit because I started and I just started. Yeah. And you said like the right word there. Consistency creates habit, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, and when we have a when we have a habit, it's something that we we automatically we automatically do. Um, how can we? How what's okay? So let's start with why why it's important to have that consistency. Um, and there's loads of different reasons why consistency is important. Not just in a not just in a personal sense, but in a professional business setting as well. Mm. Um. So um, if you are consistent with, let's just say you are a manager. If you are consistent with what you're saying, you are consistent with your processes and your protocols, your staff know what to expect. So let's just say if X happens, you know that Y will be the result. Yeah. Because, because that's what you that's what you know. And when you when you're doing that, your staff know what's coming. Yeah, and, and really, I mean, you know, there's lots of times that we want consistency. You know, we want to go somewhere and know that it's safe and that the staff are going to behave in a certain way. In healthcare, you'd certainly be thinking like that. In the airline industry, you know, you don't want them going all maverick. You want them to get in the cockpit and go through a consistent, uh, you know, list of things to safely fly you from A to B and same for bus drivers and what have you. Yeah, and it it is the key to success. So if you if you think about it, let's just say you want you want to achieve something, um, and you're like, yeah, let's do it, rah, and you go full tilt, and then you back off a little bit, and then you're like, no more momentum. Oh no, let's back off a bit. Um, if it if it succeeds, at what point was it that it did that, or if it fails? What was the reason for that? You know, was it at that point when you were like, rah, or was it at the point where you backed off a little bit? You know, this is why consistency is important. So you can see your progress and you can see where exactly it is you are. And strength comes over time, doesn't it? Whether it's it's mm -hmm. thinking strength or it's... um. You know, like, if you, if you, even if you've got a simple aim, like, I just would like to read a few more books... What if you just read a few a few pages of a book every night just before you go to sleep, which is much better than being on your screen? I can attest to that myself. Um, then by a certain period of time, you will have read that book. 
Mm, yeah. Just those bite-sized little chunks of activity, they will get you there, won't they? And it builds that yeah. thing called momentum, which we talk yeah. about. And it's um, thinking about it again slightly differently and looking at it in almost like the those bite-sized pieces. So we've got sats coming up, not me yeah. personally, although I feel like I do with mm. all the hope. You will also be sitting these stats, I suspect. I will also be sitting these stats exams. Now, my youngest, she's not known for her attention span (laughs) or her love of homework and or revision. So what we've done, so she's supposed to have two sets of homework every every week. Mm. Um, And that's it. But what we do is we split it, we, we break it down. So she has, let's just say she has 50 questions for each subject. So that's 100 questions. Um, so we break it down. So she she actually, she does 10 questions a day mm. of each. Because yeah. I know that actually that's pretty much her limit at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people would identify. Sorry. She's not keen on maths. <laughs> no. I think a lot of people would identify with that, wouldn't they? That they'd have to chunk yeah. something down into bite-sized bits. Yeah. And, and actually, what, what's happened is, sorry, Tina, what's happened is she's much quicker yeah. with what she's doing. Um, and she is more aware of, of how to answer the questions. Because instead of doing it in one bit and then having six days off, we're doing a little bit every single day. And her subconscious knows that. So it kind of preempts a little bit. Um, so we're doing all right. Yeah. And I think I think that it does build, it is manageable, it builds confidence as well. Because when we're saying, Oh, I haven't really got an hour to go for a long walk, well, go for a wee walk, go for a 10-minute walk. Mm. If you have a 10-minute walk every day, then, you know, you're doing quite well, really. Yeah. And, you know, so just anything, even in a smaller a smaller segment of your day than, you you know, your men. And I love what you're saying about how you're managing it across the week. Yeah. Um, and it kind of, it, that consistency, it builds resilience as well. Mm. Mm. Um, so we we know why it's important but, but now we're going to look at why why it's hard. Why can consistency be hard? Now, you've already mentioned the one, haven't you? Which is time. Oh, I haven't got time. Yeah. To yeah. do X, Y, and Z. Um, other reasons? Would be that, you know, there's a lack of clarity. Like, where am I going with this? What wh- Where's it taking me? What's my aim? Well, it doesn't have to be the big universal aim you want to take over the planet. It can be a small one first, can't it? So knowing, having clarity around what your intention is and where you want to get to, I think it's probably quite helpful. Yeah. Um, another thing to prioritise mm. where you're at and what you're and what you're doing to enable you to, to have that consistency. Let's say, for example, um, homework. Mm. Um, where on the list of importance is that? Yeah. Um, and if you if this is something that you want to continue doing to have success with, the priority needs to be at the top or somewhere near the top. Yeah. 
And I think um, sometimes we don't do these things because we just don't think we're going to succeed. We fear that we fear we're going to fail. Yeah. So we don't even start because then you can't fail. Yeah. You've not started it. Yeah, that's your self-talk right there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now, this one, I think this one is me a little bit, quite a lot, actually. I get caught up in the moment. So I'm the kind of I'm the kind of woman that gets a little bit excitable. I don't know if you've noticed that or not, listeners. I'm like, yeah, London. And I go like full tilt until I run out of puff. It might be walking out walking up the stairs. And then I'm like, yeah, and then your balloon is empty, is it? <laughs> and it needs to recharge a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, I, if I could convert that, you know, if I could convert that into less of a wave and more of a gentle kind of glide up slash downhill, that would be much better for me. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if I wonder if it's possible in our minds to kind of combine the two. To think, well, I'm going to walk for 10 minutes and I'm quite excited about what I might see. I might see some birds. I might, I wonder if, I wonder if, you know, and then just like enjoy being excited for 10 minutes inside the planned consistency of what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, speaking of exam prep, when my daughter, who's, you know, at uni now, but when she was going through these British exams, GCSEs and SATs and preparation and A-levels, she we used to do lots of dancing around to help her revise because she got really <laughs> bored just sitting she's not a creature of just sitting and so we would have squares on the floor or areas of the floor like over by the fridge and over by the cooker and and she would have to dance in that spot while she remembered a fact a history fact or she'd have to go over you know and and actually physically moving and it was fun it was a bit silly. Uh, we got caught up in dancing sometimes and we actually revised for longer than she planned. <laughs> nice. What an excellent, excellent idea. Yeah. I love that. So what else can we do? I'm just thinking about that fear of failure and not starting. So you can't, you can't, you know, you can't fail because you didn't start. Yeah. <laughs> just leave this one question with you, which is what if I succeed? So, you know, for our listeners, I think when your head is in that self-talk, oh, what if it's a disaster and I fail and, I'm, you know, I'm not very good at it? What if you succeed and it's amazing and incredible, which is also possible? <laughs> be kind to yourself. Be patient. And um, when you become aware or if you become aware of the fact that you don't have that consistency that you desire feel free to stop what you're doing reevaluate where you are it might be that actually you're asking too much of yourself mm. i can't possibly go to the gym five times a, five times a week i can't do that consistently but i can do it twice a week yeah so maybe adjust your goals yeah to suit you and your requirements remember this is about you and not about anybody else that's such a fantastic tip in it isn't it because you either set yourself up for something you're not able to achieve like five times and you go twice a week and that's it you're bombed out you can't do that or you 
think right consistently I know I can go twice a week and you go twice a week for a whole year and look how many times you've been mm. and also just reward yourself for your consistency even if it's just little a high five in the mirror yay Tina you went to Aquafit today <laughs> or whether it's like I'm gonna put a nice smelly candle on because I've done x and i'm feeling like yeah you know i meant to and i was going to and i've been consistent around that so that's cool give yourself some sense of reward fabulous anything else to add to that do you think tina no i just think be kind to yourself is such a good ending place kate because we we set ourselves up some you know they are as you said your own goals not your mate down the road not that other person over there who seems to be knocking something or other out of the park you don't know they're in a dialogue just do yeah. you just do you yeah. well as you can and be yeah. good to yourself fabulous and on that note have everybody have a fabulous day yeah yeah well you're at work now you can jump off the uh the gritter we've done a, a good job as we've been going <laughs> <laughs> goodbye till next time bye thank you for listening this has been a lift to work with kate and tina please subscribe like and share um comments and questions are most welcome and please remember, this is a light-hearted coaching podcast designed to stimulate your thinking. It's not designed to treat any mental health issues. So if you need additional professional help, please do see a qualified practitioner. Take care and we'll see you next time.